Cajun Caters with two locations in Seneca and Clemson. Joe's New York Pizza. And now back to the Mark Childress Show on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Children's Show, live here at the Clemson Marina, 150 Clemson Marina Drive in Seneca. The big splash event is back. It is going on until 5 today. Richmond Weaver and myself will be here until 1 today. And uh, from the Freedom Boat Club, I have Brian Lee joining us. Brian, man, it's a nice uh, nice afternoon to talk about boats. Get out on the lake. Absolutely. Good afternoon. So uh, tell me about the Freedom Boat Club. This is essentially, uh, I guess, a reservation system, a rental system for people that might not be ready to invest in a boat but want to be able to use a boat and get out on the lake this summer. Yeah, not all of us need to be boat owners. Not all of us want to be. You know, there's always that hassle that our dads, we watched our dads growing up, washing, getting the boats ready, cleaning them, and then the all-day event, you know, and then we get home and poor dad's still working on that boat. (laughs) Um, So that... uh, uh, started the Freedom Boat Club, where multiple use, uses of boats, multiple boats where you can use, uh, has a great proprietary reservation system where you can get a boat most of the time. Um, every eight or ten members of boat, or members we add to our club, we add a boat. And these are not your standard just run around boats. I mean, I just bought two boats this morning. I spent eighty thousand dollars. Wow! Two new boats for our club. Yeah. So very uh, luxurious, uh, luxury type uh, product. Here at Clemson Marina, I mean, we're very, very proud. As a matter of fact, we just opened our second location on Clark's Hill. Nice. Very yeah, good. It starts on the uh, first weekend of April, April 4th. Hanging out here at the Clemson Marina with Brian Lee from the Freedom Boat Club. So uh, besides coming out today, so again, the catfish fry is allegedly starting right now. I've been, I've had my eye on this catfish fry the whole time we've been here. So you can come out now and, uh, and, and see you until 5 o'clock. But what, is, uh, what are some of the specials or what are the things, some of the things you're focused on today if people can get out here and see you, Brian? Sure. I mean, we're a full-service marina. We have a full-service department. Uh, of course, we have sales. We represent four different brands, the Triton, the Veranda Triton is a luxury brand of course our monterey ski boats uh, and then we have the express all aluminum welded uh, uh, center consoles and bass fishing boats uh, so we have a wide variety different types of boats for every family uh, we also have the grill restaurant on property we have rental boats and of course i'm always talking about freedom boat club yeah no doubt so what's the best way if people can't come by and see you today brian to uh, learn more about the freedom boat club and to get in touch with you oh absolutely my telephone number comes directly to my cell phone 864-610-1046. Um, we answer it every day. Um, we never uh, stop answering the phone calls, I promise. Nice. Uh, very good. So, Brian Lee, Freedom Boat Club. Thanks a lot, buddy, and uh, good luck today. Uh, we got some people trickling in here, so uh, hopefully you'll uh, get some more sign-ups today. Yeah, we can smell the fish from here. Uh, good stuff. Again, that's Brian Lee from the Freedom Boat Club. Come on out here and see him sometime soon. So uh, Mark Childress uh, hanging out here at the Clemson Marina, 150 Clemson Marina Drive in Seneca. Hey, if you want to jump in, uh, be a part of the show, uh, Northland Communication phone lines are open, 654-7627. I think we've got uh, Big Bad Bob on hold with us. Okay, no, uh, Big Bad Bob, man, you've, you've jumped in a couple times and jumped back off. Uh, please give us a call and, uh, and, uh, and jump in with that. So again, uh, Richmond Weaver and I have been talking uh, and hanging out here today, been kind of of, kind of talking about how this can be a time of rebirth 
for you as a person, and I would challenge you all to do that if you're going to be stuck in your homes or quarantined or have a lot more free time than you've had in the past, uh, here's a chance to, to learn that language. Do something that you've never learned how to do. Uh, you know, Pick up a workout program. Start running again. All those different type of things. I, I think we can make a positivity out of this right now, um, and I encourage everybody to focus on that. But uh, we have been talking a little bit about the NBA and college basketball and how you can change those things. But, hey, all right. I was going to ask you a little bit more about college basketball. Yes. Big Bad Bob has jumped back in. Okay, he called, go, he hung Big up, Bad he called, Bob. and hung up. All right, so Big Bad Bob, we're, <laughs> we're really thrilled to have you on board. Thanks for joining us. Uh, what's on your mind today? Well, thank you, Mark. I want to talk about the draft just a second, but I just want to thank all the youngins and we, uh, all American citizens that are uh, uh, sports, especially that have, uh, you know, sports and shit, uh, come right in and uh, they've stopped all stop everything and that is really i'm 70 years old so i really appreciate that we're trying to stop the containment on this thing so i hope we get the sports going back i was a clemson graduate i am a clemson graduate i'm sorry <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, anyway got you. i'm kind of nervous about that virus it's like getting hit by dick buckets if you got if you're a quarterback with a bad line so you know but anyway uh you know, just thanks for everybody making the sacrifice, including me. I'm a sports nut, too. But uh, I wanted to talk about the draft real quick as far as the Clemson people. I heard somebody talking about um, T. Higgins. Uh, I think he might win the first round. You know, just like I said, it just depends on who who needs uh, how many people need wide receivers. I don't know if he's going to be the first or second. But I'm really excited about seeing Isaiah Simmons. He could go third if Detroit doesn't want a quarterback. I don't think they they said they don't, but who knows? So I wanted to know your opinion on that. And also, Vegas says Tom Brady's going to stay at home. I think they're trying to get some wide receivers and tight ends over there. And uh, I think they're going to try to work with Brady. And, and, and given what he hasn't been getting, he's been so loyal. And I think they're going to get him back to New England. And his best friend, according to Walt Pula, is Edelman. So he might hang around there. So enjoy your show, guys. Thanks. Thank you, Thanks, Big Bad sir. Bob. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, some good questions there. Let's start with the second one and then back into it. Yeah, and that's why uh, we were talking a little bit before the break about T. Higgins. I just want to get him with a good quarterback. And uh, the Patriots are the type of team in the lower part of the first round that would I like to see T. Higgins go number three or four in the draft? Yeah, that'd be awesome. But, man, if he went whatever the Patriots are at, 24, 26 or something like that, and uh, – you know, ended up with Tom Brady throwing him the football for another year or two. I think that would be awesome. I think that Tom Brady's going to be there in yeah, New England. I so, do too. yes, uh, to your point earlier, it's all about the quarterback and head coach and just the overall functioning of a team that's going to help have some success for players that are drafted to particular teams, right? Yes. We see that happen all the time. Like, uh, Baker Mayfield is a. Uh, a player, a quarterback that can make it in the NFL, but he's not going to turn around the Cleveland Browns because they're such a dysfunctional team. Mm -hmm. He's not a good enough talent to be able to do that. Uh, but where Isaiah Simmons goes is going to be fascinating. Agreed. Because he's going to be a guy, as you heard him say when they asked him about what position he's going to play in the NFL, 
And he said, defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that, it. Right? And that's about it. I mean, that's because uh, he can play in so many multiple positions. And it's going to be interesting to see how the NFL wants to try to use him. And I think it's going to be fascinating because it's those teams that I think are going to have the uh, structure of good management, coaching staff, that will try to be progressive and put him in different spots and try to do something a little bit different because he's the type of talent that can do that. I agree, and my Redskins, uh, I'm a huge Redskins fan. Uh, they have the number two pick, and Chase Young seems to be the de facto pick for the Redskins. But you know what? I would not complain if Isaiah Simmons went number two to the Skins. And Jack Del Rio's the new defensive coordinator. He's always been a visionary on the defensive side. And you can get a Chase Young who could be a game changer on the defensive line for you for the next decade, right? And, but he is a one-position guy. I want a Jack Del Rio-type coach to draft Isaiah Simmons that can use him as a chess piece, right? That'll use him creatively, like you were saying, and have him the right way. I don't want him to end up with one of these old-school guys. Oh, you drafted me Isaiah Simmons? Well, he's a linebacker. He's a linebacker. That's all he can play. He's a safety, and that's it. That's not where you want... uh, him to have, and you saw this a little bit, I think, with Minka Fitzpatrick, right? He went, he was drafted by Miami. They wanted to pigeonhole him in a certain place. They moved him to Pittsburgh. Oh, why is Micah Fitzpatrick so much better? Well, he was this good the whole time. You just had him in the wrong spot, and you did not let him do what he does, and then you get a creative defensive mind like you have up in Pittsburgh to be able to do that with him, and it's uh, and super important to be able to, to deliver it. And, uh, yeah, Isaiah Simmons made himself a lot of money with that combine performance, and uh, you know he chased it with a really good day on the bench press. Probably one of the top 20 combine performances of all times. And, and, and I saw the comparison, higher vertical, faster, and 20 pounds heavier than Julio Jones. That's what you're talking about. You're talking about a bigger and faster Julio Jones to play on defense. And I like, it's going to be interesting, is this, is this the ushering in of an era? I mean, the NFL is all offense, right? And I feel like the best athletes are always playing or usually playing on the offensive side of the ball. You see the guys that are Julio Jones, I want to be a wide receiver. I don't want to be a defensive back. I'm curious to see if maybe this can be the, the changing of the guard with the Minka Fitzpatricks and the Isaiah Simmons where you've got these incredible athletes that can do so many things now. It's going to skew back towards the defense at some point in the NFL. Could this be the beginning of that now that you're seeing a different type of athlete and player and approach on the defensive side of the football? I don't think you're going to see the impact this year, but over the course of the next few years, could you start to see it change? Because it's not just going to keep on being more and more offense. It's got to, it's got to shift back at some point. It, it has to, and part of it is, as you just talked about, the athleticism and what these guys can do now is changing just bigger, faster, stronger. I mean, it's happening, and it's not just the offense side and I've always been fascinated by these type of guys these athlete athletes like this that can perform on just an elite level and I would presume that Isaiah Simmons could do it on the offensive side as well he would be a freak of nature on the offensive side and I've always been fascinated why certain guys choose defense over offense because in all reality there's more recognition on the offensive side, yes. unless you're in the trenches. Uh, but somebody like Isaiah Simmons from Rich Take on Sports, my podcast, I've talked to some people, and like even like a Grady Jarrett. Uh, like he also played offense uh, early on in his career. Uh-huh. And just these guys that choose to play defense, though, 
they're off just a little bit. They've got <laughs> right. So that's what it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, uh, all right. Yeah, they're off just a little click with, uh-huh. because they love hitting somebody. Yes. And you can see it with Isaiah Simmons oh, as well. Gosh. I mean, they crave that contact. Yes, crave the contact. You nailed it. That's exactly what it is. They crave the type of contact and they want to initiate it, not take it from somebody. Mm-hmm. And that's why they choose that. And I think you're going to continue to see some of that. Now, again, there's also this aspect of safety of the NFL, safety of football and concussions and all of that. So that that will play into it. And also what will rules do, how they change rules to make it a little bit safer, because these guys still want to hit. And, you know, that's what's going to be interesting. So I'm not certain when that balance will shift a little bit back towards defense, what you're talking about. Uh, I think there's a lot of moving parts that will go into it. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And, you know, uh, we were all disappointed. And I think if you went back and did the draft over when Deshaun Watson was in it, he would be number two now in the draft, right? I mean, you would you would have uh, Mahomes would go number one and Deshaun would go number two. And as he was dropping down that draft board, I think Clemson fans and even myself were getting upset, but he got picked by a team in the Texans. It was already a pretty good football team. And if he'd have been picked by the Bengals or the Browns or something like that, I'm not saying Deshaun wouldn't have been as successful, but I, especially the folks that are, when you get to mid-first round to mid-second round, I stop pulling for Clemson players to go immediately and just start pulling for them to be chosen by the right team. Same goes with A.J. Terrell, right? I want him to be chosen by a team that values defense, right? Let the Ravens pick him up, right? Let the Steelers pick him up. Somebody that likes and is committed to playing great defense and not just trying to outscore people because I think they have a chance to be more successful there. So that should be interesting. So uh, we do have Alex uh, Wisnett is producing for us today here. Alex, I want to pull you in because we were talking a little bit about Tom Brady. Is he coming back? You know, are they going to add new weapons for him? And Alex is a great guy. I love Alex. I've seen him a bunch. He does all this work for Clemson baseball and softball. I've been seeing him a bunch recently. He is a Patriots fan. So we'll, we'll take that, you know, with a grain of salt. But is, is Tom coming back, and do you think that Belichick will have to maybe even overspend a little bit, I think, to get him some more weapons for this year? My inclination, and again, this is coming from a very biased perspective, but my inclination yes. is yes. Right now, I think publicly, it's just kind of this giant game of chicken. You know, there was news that came out this week that Brady was starting some sort of production company out in Hollywood, which again sparked the rumor mill, as, as so many things often do. Of course, we had the picture back in January, which turned out just to be for a Hulu commercial. So I think it's just kind of this this giant, you know, like I said, this game of chicken between Belichick and the Patriots and Brady as to you know, what the decision is going to be. I, I just keep thinking he's going to come back because I can't see him playing anywhere else. I, I have a hard time to, I have a hard time to, uh, justifying the Chargers letting go a 39-year-old Philip Rivers to, just to go after a 42-year-old Tom Brady. That's that's a little <laughs> bit of a hard tell other than just wanting to sell, you know, Tom Brady jerseys and, and Chargers colors. So it's, I think it's interesting. It, it's unfortunate, though, two of the main targets that the Patriots are going to go after in free agency A.J. Green and Hunter Henry look like they're going to be franchise tagged by the Bengals yeah. and L.A. Chargers, respectively. So you lose an opportunity to go after those two weapons. But, of course, as we, as we all well know, uh, there's plenty of people and players left out there to be either you know, acquired for agency or traded for. So it'll just be interesting to see. Yeah, we're, our hearts bleed for you, man. Yeah, if the Patriots <laughs> exactly. can't get their weapons this right. year. Yeah, too bad, man. What a disappointment. Only You'll six have seen in my lifetime. Yes. So oh, what 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 a cross to bear for uh, for you and all Patriots fans out there. Yeah, it will be strange, but you know, uh, 
I agree with you on the Chargers front, but at the same time, Chargers moving into the stadium, right? I mean, they need to make a big splash. They're they going do. to do something. They're going to wildly overspend to increase the cool level of their team to try to get people to buy season tickets and pay a little bit more attention to them. Same kind of goes with the Raiders with them going to Vegas, right? I mean, it would make sense. Hey, if, if you could lamb Tom Brady even for one season, even if you literally have to, you know, give him a casino out there in, uh, in Vegas for the uh, – for the pleasure of coming and playing for the team for a year or two. I get why that's there, um, but I also get it's hard. I, I think Tom's going to stay. I think he'll be happy with that. I'm guessing he's got one or two years left in the uh, in the tank. And, again, I, I, if T. Higgins was drafted by the – so how about this, Alex? T. Higgins to the Patriots, you happy with that, or you got your eye on somebody else? I would be unbelievably happy if T. Higgins – was drafted by the Patriots. The Patriots don't seem to draft fun players in the first round. I thought they were drafting a fun <laughs> player in Nikhil Harry last year, and then yeah. Nikhil Harry basically didn't play for 13 games. So, and they could have drafted Debo Samuel, who might have gotten them further in the playoffs. But we won't, we won't, we won't beat a dead horse here. So, if if the Patriots decided to draft Higgins in the first round, that would be unbelievable. Uh, as a complete side note, as a as a shout out to uh, your son, Mark Faxon, I would loathe if Higgins went to the Eagles because I don't really don't want to fo- have to follow Eagles football for the entirety of the Higgins career. And I, and I know, that would not be fun as a Dallas Cowboys I, I, fan I, over I, here either. And I know Alex. you both, yeah, as, as fans of other NFC East teams, would agree with me. So, Yeah, you know, I haven't minded. I mean, you know, Dexter Lawrence went to the Giants and he's an NFC East team. I'm a Redskins fan. Uh, Richmond's a Cowboys fan. It the Cowboys is the only place that I couldn't swallow it. And I remember going through. Not. I remember going through the draft last year, and you and I were texting. And when the Cowboys would come up, you're like, "We're getting Renfro," and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, please <laughs> no, do not get Hunter Renfro. I don't want T. Higgins on the Cowboys. Anywhere else is fine, just not the Cowboys. No Clemson players to the Cowboys. You don't have any. He would look great in in. Uh with the big star on his helmet, no, wouldn't he? That would be hard. That yes. would be really hard for me. And it's all about me at the end of the day. It is all about I, evidently, you, right? Evidently it is. All right, hey, uh, Richmond Weaver, Mark Childers here hanging out at the Clemson Marina. 150 Clemson Marina Drive. Big splash event going on until 5 o'clock today. Catfish Fry has started. Come on out and see us. We will shift gears and talk all things Clemson with Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk coming up after this. This is the Mark Childers Show. I'm freaking out. I'm on the lawn, it's almost three I look around, I look at her, she looks at me She's suspicious, she's suspicious I'm freaking out, I'm freaking out If you're in search of a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow this month you need look no further than Purple Haze of Clemson and Williamston. In honor of St. Patty's Day, all above-the-waist piercings are just $30. And you'll find a four-leaf clover with their buy-two-get-one-free offer on any jewelry. This special sale runs March 13th through the 19th. So get to Purple Haze Clemson or Purple Haze Williamston and get you some lucky charms. Purple Haze Clemson and Purple Haze Williamston. Magically delicious. Rosewood is bringing low-maintenance living to Clemson with new homes starting at $299.9. Their new model home is located at 225 Pendleton Road in Clemson. Join Rosewood Communities for a grand opening weekend celebration packed with good food, good drinks, model tours, games, and giveaways. Friday, March 13th is Wind Down Your Week. Happy hour from 3 to 6 p.m. Saturday, March 14th is Tailgating in the Park from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. And Sunday, March 15th, is the Sunday Fun Day Champagne Brunch from 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. 
Hi, I'm Garrett Wilson with Sunstoppers of Easley, formerly 10 Solutions of Easley, and I want to thank all of our thousands of loyal customers for helping me grow our tending business for the last 20 years in Easley. Because of you, we're transitioning to bigger and brighter days and opening new locations in Pickens across from Walmart. Couldn't have done it without you, and we'll continue our commitment to excellence that you deserve. Call us at 864-630-3164 for all of your vehicle tending needs. If your loved one is no longer comfortable living in their own home due to memory loss or aging, Dominion Senior Living is here to help. At Dominion, outstanding physical, emotional, and spiritual care is the standard. Their community offers a modern, comfortable place to call home. Honoring God through service to seniors, Dominion Senior Living at Patrick Square in Clemson and Highway 81 in Anderson. Exclusively designed to promote vitality with support when needed. Visit DominionSeniorLiving.com for more information. You've heard folks talk about the sauce at Joe's New York Pizza. I'm here to tell you it is the sauce that makes the lasagna so great. Believe me, I know lasagna and Joe's New York Pizza lasagna is my favorite. Their homemade marinara sauce, beef, ricotta, and mozzarella cheese loaded with their special spices. The lasagna at Joe's New York Pizza, which comes with a salad and those famous garlic knots, is where it's at. Seneca or Clemson, make it Joe's New York Pizza for lasagna with the sauce. The bus is on us. The cat bus is free to ride. It doesn't matter if you're a student, senior citizen, or an alumni in town for a game. You can take advantage of what the cat bus has to offer. Like getting you in and out of downtown Clemson hassle-free for a bite to eat, some shopping, or saving you money instead of riding around looking for a place to park. Take a cat bus today to downtown Clemson for a bite to eat, or just doing some shopping with retailers and restaurants. Cat bus. The bus is on us. Hi, this is Pam Merritt, a realtor with Leonardi Bracken Real Estate. I'm a Powdersville native where I grew up on a dairy farm, so I'm a worker and I'll work hard for you. As an entrepreneur, I think outside the box and will help you sell or buy your farm, land, or home. I won't stop working until you're happy. Call Pam Merritt, 864-607-8338. That's Pam Merritt, 864-607-8338. Selling real estate is what we do. Helping people is our passion. Whether you're looking for a quick lunch celebrating a special occasion or if you just want a great dinner with friends, Carson's is your place. Featuring hand-cut steaks from their in-house butcher and fresh-baked yeast rolls open every day. Happy hour Monday through Saturday, 4 until 8 p.m. with discounted appetizers, beer, wine, and cocktails. Try the Monterey sandwich loaded with bacon, jack cheese, grilled chicken, and barbecue sauce. Or a juicy New York strip today at Carson Steak Warehouse and Saloon in Anderson. And now, back to the Mark Childress Show on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Mark Childress Show. Mark Childress and Richmond Weaver at the Clemson Marina, 150 Clemson Marina Drive in Seneca. The big splash events going on again this year until 5 o'clock. We will be here until 1. 
There's a catfish fry going on right now. There's demo rides if you want to get out and try out one of these boats on the lake. Kids entertainment today. Lots of giveaways. Come on out here and see them. Again, they'll be here until 5. Uh, we talked to Brian Lee earlier from the Freedom Boat Club. If you're interested in a boat rental for this spring and summer, uh, which is a really cool option, right? If you don't want to uh, bite off on a boat, but you want to get out there, or maybe you just want to try some of these boats out before you buy, a good option for you as well. So uh, come on out here and see us before 1, or make sure you swing by the Clemson Marina before 5 today. Hey, let's go to the Northland Communication phone lines. My good buddy Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk joins us. Lawton, man, we're trying to make sense of this whole week and uh, everything that's going on with it. Uh, you know, in the world of sports, it's very uh, dark and sad times for sure, and uh, it's going to be a weird couple of weeks, hopefully not a couple of months, just a couple of weeks. Honeydew lists everywhere get knocked out, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hadn't yes. even thought about that yet. Yeah, yeah, evidently so. What are your uh, what are your thoughts kind of on Clemson Nation and, and how they're going to, you know, be able to process all this? You know, it, it's so strange because you really do feel for, you know, look at the Clemson softball team and the way things are starting for them and Coach John Rittman. I mean, they were just, yeah, they were the big story, I think, really in Clemson right now. And obviously, uh, while the baseball team was performing very well, uh, it, it's disappointing in a lot of respects because fans really love those spring sports. It's the first time you really get to step outside and enjoy some of the nice weather that we're starting to see turn. But, you know, I, I said on my Facebook page the other day, I, there's a big difference in uh, precaution and panic. And I think the moves that were made by the NCAA and uh, everything we've done to limit mass gatherings, I think is very precautious and probably the right thing to do. Buying all the toilet paper, whatever that's about, that seems panicky to me. But, you know, it's just kind of where we are right now. So I think we're all trying to figure it out together. Yeah, hanging out with Lawton Swan uh, from Clemson Sports Talk. And uh, Lawton, yeah, I think that was well said. I mean, especially for the baseball and softball teams to be doing uh, as well as they've been so far. I guess I was a little bit taken back. I'm in agreement with the cancellation of the basketball tournament portion of what's going on. I'm definitely in agreement in some type of delay or suspension of spring athletics uh, in college. But to basically go ahead and call off all the championships and, and basically call off all the seasons, you know, that would run through May and June in some instances, that I don't want to say that was a panic, but I guess I was a little bit surprised that they didn't say, hey, let's wait until the 15th of April or something before we call these things. Uh, you know, calling stuff that's three months down the road seemed like it kind of tipped over the line a little bit for me. Am I being a little bit too harsh here? No, I don't think so. I, I think the, we're going to suspend things until we know more would have been perfectly fitting and suitable in those scenarios. And Heck, I might have even argued that given the way the NCAA tournament is set up, you might could have gone to a smaller tournament and, and said, hey, we're going to play this thing out. We're going to do 32 teams, whatever, and we're going to do it a little bit later in the year and just see how things pan out. We can do it at some home arenas. I mean, I think there were workarounds involved, but there's still so much unknown. And that's why I'm like, okay, in those scenarios, I'm kind of with you. Maybe you press pause, you back things up a little bit, you reevaluate and assess where you are in a month, and then if it seems like, okay, we've made some headway, we seem to be cutting this thing off a little bit, then maybe you open it up and have some sort of uh, tournament that's put together. So I think that's kind of the sad part of, of what's taking place. But, you know, I, I guess like the old TV show Family Guy, you can uncancel things. I mean, that show was canceled, and it's been back for years now. <laughs> I guess technically you can uncancel stuff. 
Yeah, you definitely can uncancel stuff. And uh, Lawton, this is Richmond Weaver, and we're continuing with Lawton Swan of Clemson Sports Talk. From your perspective, then, Lawton, it, there's a lot of uh, obviously fans disappointed at how things you know ended abruptly like that, but especially for the Clemson basketball team to end the season after beating Miami and now having an opportunity against Florida State, a team that they did beat in Little John, and knowing that it was 20 minutes basically before tip-off, how did that um, affect what your thoughts of what Clemson could have done uh, in the ACC tournament? Yeah, you could see it all, and I think Amir Sims' face. They just wanted a shot, right? And, and you know, to be the first team in 70 years to end the season with a win, there's something to be said, I guess, on that accord. But you just want to go out swinging, and you just want that opportunity. And to be that close to the tip and, and to not have it, you know, have it snatched away from you, I think really hurt. But I think also it's a very young ball club, and to be able to stand there on the court and witness a team being awarded a championship, I think that still means something because – you know what Florida State put in to win the regular season title. And so from that standpoint, I think it was probably a positive for Clemson because otherwise, if you do get beat, you pack your bags, you go home, and you don't witness that moment. I mean, it's a rare thing to be able to appreciate what it takes to be a champion. And Clemson kind of got to see a little bit of that uh, in some ways this past week. And I think there is actually some value in it. Uh, obviously, Brad Brownell, you know, uh, coming back for another season is going to be, I think, uh, a positive for this program simply because there's that continuity factor that's always tough to, you know, overcome. I think if you replace your head coach, you take some back steps that uh, are inevitable, even if you have the type of talent that Clemson should have next year. But, you know, we saw the maturation this year of uh, Alamir Dawes. He looked so much better yeah. in the latter half of the season and didn't allow some early freshman mistakes, Richmond, to kind of crumple his season. He just kept coming forward and pushing forward. I think that's what they really like about him. But all in all, yeah, really, you could see the look in those guys' eyes, man. They just wanted one shot. I mean, what's the old theme song? One shining moment. That's all they wanted. The that's right. Didn't get it. Hanging out with uh, Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk. So uh, as we shift our focus, I guess, to next season for Clemson basketball, I was talking to my son about this yesterday, and we're starting to do the math. I mean, if uh, you've got Curran Scott and uh, and Tevin Mack will be leaving the program, you're bringing in two four-star recruits uh, with Hall and Prosper coming in. There's a lot of guys that are going to need minutes next year. Have, have you guys started to kind of put the roster together? Is this is this Brownell finally getting the roster, I guess, to the point where he can maybe go 10, even 12 deep with guys that can legitimately play minutes in the ACC next year. Is that going to be a game changer for this Tiger team? Well, I think it has. I think it definitely adds something to what they've already got. And I think getting Jonathan Bear back healthy will also be a big deal. Yep. I missed him severely, I thought, this year, too. You know, just, uh, and that's no offense to Trey Jimson, who I think was getting better and better, but to really have somebody in the low post that could defend and block shots is so key. And, and you got to tip your cap to Amir Sims. I mean, for a guy that's 6'7", 6'8", probably wearing sneakers, uh, he's – he did his best that he could, but I mean, he just, there were some games where uh, Clemson was just way too small in the interior. And yeah, I think PJ Hall even obviously added that for the Clemson Tigers this coming season. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of depth. There's going to be a lot of experience on this ball club. And, you know, I think that it's going to probably be a, a, a season where coming in, there'll be high expectations from the fans. But what that'll mean is that Brad Brownell's got to deliver. There'll be a lot of pressure on Brownell next year to be successful. I, I guarantee you that. 
And Chase Hunter really barely got to play this season, this incredible athlete, and Nick Honor, who did was such a big part of the team when they went over and won their gold medal uh, last summer, will be in there. So, again, it, it's going to be the deepest roster that I think Clemson basketball has ever had. I'm not saying it's the best roster because I think they've had uh, some players with some higher upside obviously in the past, but uh, it's going to be a really deep roster and uh, and interesting to watch. Hanging out with Lawton Swan uh, from Clemson Sports Talk. So Lawton, uh, the NCAA came out, uh, I guess right after they canceled everything and said that they were you know, exploring the idea and committed to the idea of all of these athletes that did not get to play an entire spring season uh, being able to get an extra year of eligibility, that comes with so many nuances and interesting things. If you're going to do that, you're going to have to expand all the rosters. So you're going to be bringing, like for the Clemson baseball team, for instance, uh, you know, you're going to be bringing in a lot of freshmen, but you won't be losing the seniors. Same with softball and things like that. I think it's the right thing to do, but, man, there's so many different directions this could go. I think the more significant impact could be on the Major League Baseball draft. Uh, just looking at that from the standpoint of they do 40 rounds, 30-some-odd picks each round. Uh, the high school kids in the North haven't even started playing uh, baseball this year, so they're not really getting a chance to showcase what they can do. I'm sure that the MLB experts know exactly who they want right out of the gate. Some of these high school, yeah. some of these college kids excuse me, will come back. and you know, I think it's really going to make the Major League Baseball draft possibly look at a reduction in rounds because I don't see how they can, uh, how they can you know, fill those numbers, uh, honestly. I, I think it's going to be really weird. And I know that there will be a shift in terms of what college baseball does. But one thing I think they could do, Mark, my suggestion would be, is to, for a one-year uh, allow, a one-and-done scenario in college baseball. Uh, what that would do, it would quickly, in my opinion, reduce the number of kids that are on scholarship because some of those high school guys that maybe didn't get to play their senior years would get to play a year in college, showcase their talent, and then move on. That would probably fix some of the issues with the numbers game we're going to see. And so that's kind of where I am on it. I, you know, I know baseball fans love the, the fact that when you sign, you got to play three years, but I think there are going to be a lot of kids that are going to have to sign to play college baseball that maybe wouldn't normally. And I think they'll level this thing off a little bit quicker for that sport in particular. I think that's something they could at least investigate. Starting to wrap things up with uh, Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk. So, uh, Lawton, we had David Hood from TigerNet on earlier. I asked him this question. I'll ask you the same, right? We're looking at a world without sports for definitely a couple of weeks, potentially a couple of months. And uh, as a sports content curator like yourself, uh, creativity will be at a maximum. So I'm sure you're starting to get your head around things and uh, how you're going to plan out the next couple of weeks and months. Yeah, I think you know, one of the more interesting facets of it is how even recruiting has kind of been pressed pause to some degree, so that's going to make it even more interesting. But we're going to continue to cover everything as best we can. Obviously, we're going to, uh, we've got some stuff in the coffers, too, that we just haven't put out yet, so that's going to keep us turning for a while. And then with the Sports Talk Show every day, I'm looking at more interviews with former players and yeah. uh, athletes, et cetera, from around the country. And then... Tech man, I'm a tech guy. I may throw in a tech segment. Who knows? We may just have everybody all apped up by the time football season gets here. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, uh, again, check him out at ClemsonSportsTalk.com. Got a lot of great things going on there, over there. Lawton, as always, my man, thanks for jumping on with us, okay? Hey, hey, guys, y'all enjoy your day out at the marina. I know it's awesome. Yeah, we will. Thank thanks, you very Lawton. much.
Uh, again, for my money, Lawton Swan, Clemson Sports Talk, one of the best in the biz. He's got a great uh, website, great forums down there working and, uh, and all that stuff. Always a kick catching up with him. So Richmond Weaver here with me. We're hanging out at the Clemson Marina, 150 Clemson Marina Drive in Seneca. The Big Splash event is here. Biggest event of the year for them, up to $2,000 off your new 2020 verandas, up to $1,000 off your new 2020 express boats. There's year-end clearance prices on the remaining 2019 models. You can come out and check into boat rentals. There's stuff to do here for the kids. There's a catfish fry. Come on out and uh, see them before 5 o'clock today. That's when the event will be going on and uh, Richmond Weaver and I will be here on the air until 1 and I'm guessing we'll be eating some fish right after that. Uh, so uh, if you swing by before then please stop by and see us. Alright, one segment remaining. Uh, got some questions for Richmond about uh, what the future might look like for Major League Baseball. How's the NFL going to be impacted? There's so many different uh, interesting nuances about uh, what these delays could mean for all these sports. We'll talk about that and more coming up. This is the Mark Childress Show. Treat yourself to something different for lunch with the trip to Joe's New York Pizza. Right now, for a limited time, get two large slices and a drink for just five bucks at Joe's. Tuesday through Saturday, 11 to 4, dine-in only. Or how about a select half-seven salad for $7.99? And don't forget Joe's famous blue plate special. Spaghetti with meatball, salad, and a garlic knot, just $8.49. Something different for lunch. Joe's New York Pizza. Patrick Square, Clemson. Highway 123, Seneca. Everyone has someone in their lives that could use a little surprise, a little pick-me-up. You want to deliver those smiles, but who has the time? School, work, and more. Try Urban Nirvana's online gift certificate. Buy and print it right from your own computer. A great way to treat your wife for making all those tailgate preparations. Your college student for all the hard work. Or mom, just because. Online purchase and print from your computer. Only at UrbanNirvana.com. Marco's Pizza has come to Clemson featuring pizza, wings, subs, and salads. Marco's Pizza is owned by former Tigers Byron Maxwell and Jarvis Jenkins. 707-4992 for delivery or carryout. Order online at marcos.com with or without the app. Anderson County is a great place to live and work, play, and worship. Samantha Porter, the Anderson County environmental educator, reminds all residents to recycle used motor and cooking oil at Anderson County Convenience Centers. You can also bring your used oil and gas mixtures to the King David, Mance Jolly, and Whitefield sites. Tires may be recycled at the Materials Recovery Facility in Belton. If you have any questions, please call 260-1001 in regard to recycling and proper waste disposal. My Garage has been servicing the Clemson area for years with professionalism and care. See us for all makes and models, from BMW, Mercedes-Benz, Audi, Volvo, to domestic and Asian. We provide a great customer service and treat our customers like family. Best Darn Garage in Clemson. You and your family's safety is our main concern, so we keep your vehicle safe for the roads. Please stop by and see what My Garage is all about on 551 Old Greenville Highway or call 864-633-8500. You asked for it and we did it. Local Q is now the place to connect for everyone. We've opened a restaurant right next door. Whether you're looking for a more traditional dining experience or just want to come out with your kids, come join us Wednesday through Friday, 4 to 10, Saturdays and Sunday, noon to 10, located in Haywood Plaza at 30 Orchard Park Drive. 
Get all the details at localq.com. Everybody's welcome. Local Q, your place to connect for barbecue, wings, and sports. You're scared. You cannot pay your credit cards. You cannot pay your medical bills. Someone suggests to you debt consolidation, combining them all in one payment. Can you really afford that? Is there something else you can do? Call me and see if bankruptcy can help you. Call me, Robert King. Together, we will look for a thoughtful solution to your legal problem. Thompson & King, 300 South Tower Street in Anderson. Call 222-0200 or online at thompsonking.com. Thompson & King is a debt relief agency helping people file for bankruptcy under the bankruptcy code. At Toyota Beasley, every new Toyota comes with two years, 25,000 miles free maintenance. The Toyota Care Plan is a no-cost maintenance plan with 24-hour roadside assistance. And Toyota Beasley gives away $1,000 every two weeks. All you have to do to enter to win is test drive a car. If a used car is what you're looking for, Toyota of Easley has a huge selection of certified used Toyotas with a 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Call 855-2233 or visit Toyota of Easley, 5643 Calhoun Memorial Highway. Napa know-how. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break 25 bucks? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Offer ends 331.20. If you're in search of a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow this month, you need look no further than Purple Haze of Clemson and Williamston. In honor of St. Patty's Day, all above-the-waist piercings touch us $30. And you'll find a four-leaf clover with their buy-two-get-one-free offer on any jewelry. This special sale runs March 13th through the 19th, so get to Purple Haze Clemson or Purple Haze Williamston and get you some lucky charms. Purple Haze Clemson and Purple Haze Williamston. Magically delicious. Marco's Pizza has come to Clemson featuring pizza, wings, subs, and salads. Marco's Pizza is owned by former Tigers Byron Maxwell and Jarvis Jenkins. 707-4992 for delivery or carryout. Order online at marcos.com with or without the app. If you have been arrested for DUI or any other criminal offense, you may be facing significant consequences and probably feel overwhelmed, embarrassed, and intimidated by the legal system. Do you feel like nobody understands what you're going through? Clemson's local attorney, Nick Lavery, is here to represent you and help get you through this tough time. Call today to schedule your free consultation. 864-654-3680. 864-654-3680. And online at nicklaverylaw.com. Public transportation is one of the smartest things you can do to lower your carbon footprint, adopt a saner lifestyle, and save money in the process. It reduces the number of vehicles on the roads and, as a result, improves air quality, alleviates traffic jams, and noise. CatBus can help you save money, save energy, and save the planet. Serving Clemson, Seneca, Central, and Pendleton. Find out more about CatBus at catbus.com. And download the free CatBus app. Save money, save energy, save the planet. CatBus. Did you know you can recycle used cooking oil? One gallon converted into biodiesel fuel reduces greenhouse gas emissions up to 87% when compared with petroleum diesel. Recycle your used cooking oil at a designated Anderson County Residential Waste and Recycling Center. Do your part to fuel our future. Recycle your used cooking oil. Call 260-1001 or go to andersoncountysc.org from the Anderson County Solid Waste Division. 
Are you able to navigate today's financial markets to secure your retirement future? The advisors at Kiwi Financial Group understand that you may reach a point in your life when you need answers to countless questions about retirement planning. The Kiwi Financial Group listens to your questions to understand your needs. Trust your financial future with the Kiwi Financial Group in Clemson. Call today at 654-5043 or online at KiwiFG.com or visit our office on Pendleton Road next door to Max Driving. If you're tired of eating fast food for lunch, stop in at Carson Steak Warehouse in Anderson for their $6.95 daily lunch specials. Monday's special is mesquite chicken salad. Tuesday, enjoy a piled-high barbecue sandwich. Wednesday's special is golden fried catfish sandwich with tangy tartar sauce. On Thursday, try the southern fried chicken sandwich. Friday, enjoy a cheeseburger made to order just how you like it. Daily lunch specials for only $6.95 each. Carson Steak Warehouse at 150 Beltline Boulevard in Anderson. And now, back to the Mark Childress Show on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Again, final segment of the Mark Childress Show. We're at the Clemson Marina, 150 Clemson Marina Drive in Seneca. Big splash events. Great deals on boats, boat rentals, stuff here for the kids. We've got some dogs wandering around out here as well. I know my daughter McCain's listening. Yes, I took a picture of the dogs, and I will show you later uh, that came by. There's still a couple of them out here. Uh, the Clemson Area Chamber of Commerce is here, all kinds of vendors. There's a catfish fry. Um, if you want to see Richmond Weaver and myself, we are out here. You better hurry because we're only going to be on the air for a few more minutes. But they will be here until 5 o'clock today, so come and check them out. Also, thank you to my show sponsor, Rivers Whitmire, realtor with jw martin real estate focuses on lake hartwell and lake kiwi but he can help you anywhere in the upstate of south carolina and i bet everybody's got questions if you're thinking about listing the house right now or you've had your eye on a house that you want to buy is this a good time to buy i would think it is but uh, why don't you check with rivers whitmire he can answer all your questions and help you across the board follow him on facebook at rivers whitmire dash realtor or give rivers a call at 864-752-5545 that's Rivers Whitmire at 864-752-5545. Mark Childress here with uh, Richmond Weaver. We've had a great show today. We had David Hood from TigerNet on earlier, Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk. Um, we've been talking about uh, trying to put a positive spin on things, right? Uh, here's a great opportunity for you personally. If you're going to have more free time than you've had in the past, if you're going to be at your home more than you're usually used to be being there, have you wanted to take up running again? You want to get yourself in better shape. Maybe you want to learn a foreign language. Maybe there's uh, something else that you want to work on in your life. Here's an excellent opportunity to do that. And I also think it's an excellent opportunity for these professional sports leagues that are either canceled or delayed when they roll back out. Version 2.0. Improve yourself. Change things. Major League Baseball needs some help in a lot of ways. And I know, Richmond, I'm a huge Braves fan. You're not a big baseball fan. Whenever we talk about baseball, the first thing you say, season's way too long. Yes. Well, you're going to get your wish this year because they're going to have to cut some games off the front end. They've already said they're going to delay at least two weeks. My guess is it's going to slip past that. They pay a, play 162 games in a season. Maybe here's their opportunity to shorten their season finally and, uh, and come out a little bit leaner have the playoffs be starting earlier instead of later, right? I mean, if you're going to move to an earlier season for baseball or a shorter season, start in April, 
Maybe you try to finish by the middle of September. I mean, once those playoffs for baseball are competing with football, I feel like a lot of it gets lost in the shuffle. Could you go shorter season, start the playoffs earlier, and maybe be done by you know Labor Day or be done by the second week in September? My my goodness, I mean, it goes till the middle of October or even later sometimes now. Yeah, we're up against there's potential that the World Series could be going into November at some point. That's ridiculous. Some seasons, right? That's I mean, way was, too late. It was at the end of October, basically. Yeah. You know, almost the beginning of November. Would it be too condensed if the season was from Memorial Day to Labor Day? Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. That seems very condensed. And I know you're not a baseball fan. You're like, what if baseball just didn't play? And yet, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> Exactly. No, I, I, I want baseball to play. Yes. It's, it's, it's a... I do enjoy the sport, but I can only take so much of it. And I can't take 162 games. I just can't. Combined, and and I don't even know if it's the number of games. I mean, that's a component of it. But it's also the number of games combined with how long the games can be. And just how slow the games can be. You know, it would be different if baseball, if it was always played on two hours, right? Uh If that was the max then I'm a little more apt to be able to sit and watch uh, baseball from that perspective. But just the length of the game and the pace, and then combined with 162 games, that's where I get frustrated with it. Uh, And again, spring training starting in February, and then World Series, it's almost November by the time the season's over. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's almost a calendar year, and I think that's just too much uh, for, for baseball. Again, considering I've always said, Go to seven innings, and then also extra innings, go to a home run derby. And that decides the winner. <laughs> now, well, again, that's changing it fundamentally, right? And I, I've said that, hey, we don't have to go too crazy with some of these changes. But uh, that's just me in terms of baseball. So I broadcast what is probably going to be the final Clemson baseball game of the year uh, when they played Winthrop the other night on Wednesday for Clemson baseball. Yes. And the final score was 3-2 to two in 11 innings. And the game lasted three hours and 50 minutes. We started at 6, and it was almost 10 o'clock before it was finished. And I am not complaining. I loved it. It was fantastic being there. But that's a long, you know, it wasn't 14-13. It was 3-2. I know. And it it went that long. And, you know, pace of play is something that you always hear about, you know, putting them on the clock, getting them through it quicker. It's just a game that you can't play in a hurry in, in any means. So, it's interesting, but I think all all bets are off, and here's a chance to change. You know, the, the PGA Tour went and changed their calendar so that uh, the FedEx Cup would finish basically before football season That's right. now. And it used to go into September and October. They used to have the Tour Championship down in Atlanta on a Sunday in September every year, and they had a Falcons home game almost every year. And if you wanted to go see what the PGA Tour, besides the majors, it was their biggest event of the year. They were basically giving away tickets on that Sunday because people are at football games or watching the NFL. So they moved their calendar back so they don't compete with the NFL anymore, and it's helped the PGA. Yeah, even Saturdays as well because of college football. Yeah. So they had their two biggest days, Saturday and Sunday, because what they always say on Saturdays, that's moving day for golf, right? Yes. That's when you have the biggest changes. And so their two biggest days were impacted by college football and NFL, and they made the decision. I think it was the right decision to be able to do that. And I think baseball can take – you know, heed and looking at that, seeing that, all right, it seems to be working with PGA that they, I mean, they had a, a nice uh, increase in ratings, obviously, at the very end yes. of their season. So why couldn't baseball look at the same type of opportunity? Because in all reality, 
as we have seen, once football starts, it's the other sports, you really don't talk about them. No, it's, it's football and, and everything else. So I really, for both Major League Baseball and the NBA, you're going to have a shortened season this year anyway. I think really going into 2021, you could make that the norm and move the calendar. So could you move the basketball calendar to start in January and end in August? And could you move the baseball calendar to maybe start in March or maybe even late February have a, a bit of a shortened season and be finishing up right around Labor Day, where the World Series is being played before football starts. I think that would be a great service for both leagues. And you would never really have, as a sports fan, you'd have football and then you'd have everything else in the other season. So you'd have all your golf, all your baseball, all your NBA kind of jammed in there when they're not playing football. Everybody wins in that scenario. Agreed. Yeah. And I'm, I could, I could sign up for something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I do think it, it's very hard for another league like the XFL that's trying to implant themselves in there somewhere. Yes. And they're trying to figure out where that is and trying to build on this whole how America craves football. And that's I also just think there's a point of we like beginnings and ends and you know having some type of definitive that's this is our football season. We don't need to now. Oh, I love football so much. I've got to, I crave it so much. I've got to have the XFL. I just don't think America is going to really buy into that in the long term. Now, I feel bad for the XFL that, that you, you didn't get a chance to really see what a full season would look like. Yeah. Uh, you know, from that perspective with everything going on and all of the cancellations. But I just think it's also part of it doesn't surprise me uh, that something like that would happen in terms of these leagues, they just seem to be snake bitten for whatever reason. I agree. That's a really good way to put it. And, uh, and I agree on that. Here's uh, here's a texter Donovan from Belton. Start the NBA season on Christmas day. Keep those Christmas day games slated. That's been a big day for the NBA. That's a good point. So maybe they do need to start. I mean, if that were the kickoff of the NBA season, it would be even an even bigger thing for bigger thing. I I like it, Donovan. Very good call there. And that's what you should be thinking. So I, that's, I hope the theme that you felt from Richmond and myself today This is a time where when you're opening social media, you're turning on your television, I feel like everything is being, you know, filtered through the lens of fear and the worst case scenario. So hopefully, at least for these last two hours, we have not mentioned the name of the virus one time. That was my goal for these two (laughs) hours. We will not mention it before we go off the air. But this can be a real positive time, and that's what I encourage uh, everybody out there listening to do. That's what we're encouraging these sports leagues to do. Come back as a different person. You know, if you're not going to be able to go into your office for a month, when you come back in a month, have people be going, man, what's different about you? You look completely different. Whatever it is that you have out in front of you that uh, you might have been putting off, here's an opportunity to go out there and do it. And I think one of the key things that I'm going to try to focus on as well is we're so busy in so many other things in our lives. Technology can pull us away. Mm -hmm. This does allow an opportunity Enjoy your family. Amen. Spend some time with your family and really focus on that because I think we're also seeing that you just never know what can happen. And this is just a great opportunity to heed your advice, what you're talking about. Better yourself. I mean, learners are always, I mean, leaders are always wanting to continue to learn. And I I think that dovetails right into, hey, 
families, get together. Yeah. Spend time together and, and focus on each other right now. I love it, man. I love it. And uh, if this is your first time uh, hanging out on the Mark Childress Show, I, we are on every Wednesday night from 7 to 9, both my, Richmond Weaver and myself. We also simulcast our show on Facebook, so you can check our show out normally on the Roar's Facebook page. Again, that's every Wednesday night from 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock. That's an easy way to hang out with us. Uh, we have a studio up in uh, Greenville, South Carolina, Pronk Studios, uh, and we broadcast from there. So there's a video side and the audio side, so a little different experience today. And again, if you get a chance to get out to the Clemson Marina today, 150 Clemson Marina Drive. Um, Wear a light jacket. That's all you need. The weather's actually really nice out here today. An excellent opportunity for you to get out on the uh, water, hang out, uh, do whatever you want out here. There's also great deals on boats. There's stuff for the kiddos here. There's some catfish that's being cooked up and uh, some excellent stuff there. So, uh, Richmond Weaver, we're giving you a fist bump. Yes, sir. A uh, virus-approved uh, fist bump there. Thank you so much for hanging out. Alex Wisnett back at Mission Control. Love you, man. We appreciate everything that you do for us. This has been the Mark Childress Show. Pressure's growing exponentially I'm trying to keep up to speed with you You ain't changing it up to me I'm hitting the mark and I'm spitting I'm falling down Sixty Calpens, WCCP FM, one hundred five five Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, Spark.